You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here from the Locked On Nationals podcast, brought to you by Built Bar. Today's show, we're going to talk about the Nationals' final two games in their series against the Mets. They won on Saturday and then took the loss on Sunday. We'll get into all of the happenings, uh, the news and notes, uh, give you some analysis as well. Plenty to get to from this weekend's games. All right, let's get to it, everybody. The Nationals split the two weekend games with the Mets. They ended up losing the series, but I already did a show uh, about that first game on Friday night. So if you want to go catch up with that, you can. It's in your podcast feeds. But talk about the Nationals, two games from the weekend, the Saturday and Sunday games. We'll start with Saturday and a positive result for the Nationals in that game. They take home the 6-1 to one win over the New York Mets in that game. And really the big thing was Marcus Stroman's been awesome so far this year for the Mets. And the Nationals took care of business. Excuse me, it was 7-1. to one. Uh, Yesterday was the final score against the Mets, but uh, Stroman have been really good all year, and the Nationals did an excellent job chasing them. And and I said this on the show on Friday night after the uh, the Grom game, and I said it's really important that the Nats get back on the bats because uh, Stroman's a guy who throws a lot of strikes, uh, as a guy who's in the zone a lot, and there were a lot of opportunities for the Nationals to get on base and get run scoring opportunities, and they did a really good job of creating them and, and keeping the line moving. In many settings, uh, I thought they were really good. Four for 14 with runners in scoring position is not great, but the fact that you have 14 guys in scoring position is really what matters. You're creating a lot of chances for yourself offensively, and they were able to take care of those chances. And look, the scoring was very balanced. They scored in the first, second, third, fourth, uh, and fifth innings. And so they were able to build that lead, and the bullpen came in and nailed things down. And, you know, they scored in a variety of ways sack flies, uh, you know, singles. Um, a majority of actually a majority of their of their runs came on singles, but hit by a pitch, Alex Avila. Uh, so they they really did uh, have some good situational hitting in this game. They did a good job. Stroman goes four innings, eight hits, four runs, four Ks, uh, and he'd been great in his first three starts, like I mentioned. The other side, Joe Ross was awesome. Joe Ross six innings, five hits, one earned run, four Ks. Even got into the lineup a third time around, and you, you knock out that one start from Joe Ross, and he's been excellent. This is why stats like ERA don't really tell the story. Right now, Joe Ross is, sits at 4.64, which isn't the worst ERA in the world, not great, but look, if you take out that one start that he had uh, last week against the Cardinals, uh, excuse me, earlier, earlier this week against the Cardinals last Monday, you know, we gave up 10 earned runs. I mean, he's given up one in the other three starts, and he's gone a combined 17 innings in those starts. So, you know, he has been really solid and, and continued to be yesterday. I like the way he's around the zone, but, uh, you know, still really difficult to hit, in my opinion. You know, he's got good enough command and walked one person, but, you know, a lot of the movement on his pitches makes it really challenging, especially when he is on. And so I think that yesterday we saw that the Nats, excuse me, Mets hitters, were not just confused, but they, they had a tough time uh, getting ahead on Joe Ross. Joe Ross rarely fell behind. He used that, that sinker very effectively, slider well, the, the fastball when he needed to, and the changeup occasionally. And, and I thought he did a very good job 
yesterday of giving the Nationals what they needed for him. He is right now a, an excellent fifth starter. Um, the Nationals are two and two in games that he's pitched, but look, one of them was a one nothing loss, and you know it wasn't really his fault. And uh, the other loss, obviously, was this, this tough game. So really, the Nationals, you know, he's given them a chance to win three of the four games that he's pitched. And as a guy who's a fifth starter, technically supposed to be a fifth starter. I mean, right now you could say he's probably the number four. Um, but, you know, he's been their second best pitcher so far this year. He's been the second best pitcher behind Max Scherzer, 110%. So Joe Ross continuing and people were wondering, you know, everybody was wondering, hey, is this just one aberration, you know, the bad outing the other day? Or is this kind of old Joe Ross creeping back in? He proved that, you know, for the most part, it, it seemed like it was an aberration. Um, and so a good job from Joe Ross of holding things down. Even when there was a little bit of traffic later on, uh, you know, third time through, we know he struggles. He did a very good job in that setting. Uh, and also something else to mention is, you know, this lineup, they stacked it with, with lefties, but uh, other guys got opportunities. Josh Harrison led off yesterday. Yadiel Hernandez went two for four and uh, drove in two runs. Uh, Kyle Schwarber went two for five, two. Stevenson, uh, even Joe Ross, Drove in a run yesterday, getting a hit. So a little bit of Jacob deGrom, uh, kind of the day after deGrom, was able to go two for four. Joe Ross responded with some offense of his own, and and they did a really good job of keeping that line moving. The problem is their offense cannot consistently do it. And that's where we get to today's game. And so we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll discuss the Nationals' loss on Sunday. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by Blue Nile. Guys, if you want to find a gift for a mother, a partner, whatever it is, uh, you guys, Blue Nile is the is the place for you. 1010 is a collection from BlueNile.com. It's an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds, responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female designers, mas- design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the word 10 by 10. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Today's show is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football and basketball season are over, but there's still plenty to bet on at BetOnline. They've got uh, NBA, NHL, MLB, obviously, uh, awards television shows. Obviously, the Oscars are tonight, so you can't bet on that anymore. But, um, you know, plenty of things in that nature. Reality television as well. You can bet on the NFL draft this week. So if you guys go to betonline.ag right now, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. So if you deposit $100, they'll give you an extra $50 to play with. So 50% of your deposit, they'll give you extra at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's move on to today's game. The Nationals fell 4-0 against the New York Mets. Patrick Corbin made the start for the Nationals. He really struggled today. Four innings, seven hits, four and runs, three Ks. So we talked about Patrick Corbin a good deal. And here is the deal with Patrick is that, 
you know, when he's fighting his command and trying to find his command, the biggest issue is that, you know, he's getting behind in counts and, you know, oftentimes if he's going to have to rely on his fastball or needs to throw something for a strike, it's not at its most effective. You know, it, when guys are sitting on that slider coming in or guys are sitting on that fastball, you know, because it's a 2-0 or a 3-1 count, Patrick's going to be in trouble. And he was all day today. The, the, the Mets had him in trouble really from the jump. Uh, and Pete Alonso had his number two walks and had a home run off of him as well. He had difficult, difficulty with him. J.D. Davis, who they talked about in, in one of the broadcasts about, hey, this guy hits Patrick Corbin really well. J.D. Davis took him deep uh, early on in this contest. So Patrick struggled today with his command, uh, you know, with the four walks. It was a challenge for him. And, yeah, I think for him, he's just still trying to find it, right? Like the last outing was great, but for the most part, Patrick has looked like, you know, what he was last year. And he really, they need him to step up, especially right now. He has to step up in situations like this, that, you know, going for a series win. An opportunity like this is really something the Nationals, you know, at this point in the season, they're lucky to get, considering how all the circumstances around them have coalesced, right, with the COVID, uh, the COVID, you know, pause in the beginning, and then all the players, you know, uh, guys come back slowly, and then the injuries. I mean, once again, the Nationals right now are without – uh, two of the starting pitchers in Steven Strasburg and in John Lester, who we have not seen yet. They are also without bullpen arm. I mean, they, they lost a couple of them already, right? Uh, you know, not all of them for the season, but uh, right now, Wander Suero, not with the team, you know, injured, doing an injury. Uh, Luis Avilon, out for the year. And also Will Harris is not yet back. So they're still trying to figure, you know, get get through those things as well. And they had a good opportunity today and just were not able to knock it down. And And even worse in this game, Trey Turner getting hit and going out with an injury. Now, there's nothing official um, on Trey's injury at this point. No kind of final word on what the deal is, but he was removed from the game after he got hit late in this game. He was hitting the elbow. Ryan Zerman came in the game to pinch run for him, uh, or excuse me, he came in to to pinch hit for him, and uh, then they brought uh, Jordy Mercer into the game to play. So Dave Martinez said x-rays on Trey are negative. Uh, he has a contusion in his left forearm, and he hopes he'll be ready for Tuesday. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but he got hit. He, he took one pretty hard. Uh, he was against Miguel Castro right off the arm. So, I mean, they, they are – the Nats are limping right now. They are really limping. Now, the good news is, um, you know, Strasburg was, I think, was able to throw some as well. And then also, uh, they, you know, John Lester is beginning to throw – has been throwing and trying to ramp up to being ready to go for them. The also good news is that with the breaks in the schedule, they've got a break tomorrow, and then they've got a break again um, on Thursday after the two games with Toronto. They they can go with the four-man rotation right now. So they, all they have to do is just go with uh, Scherzer, Fetty, Ross, and Corbin because they're getting those days off. So they can skip, ostensibly skip the Apollo Espino, who we believe is to be uh, that fifth guy right now. So Right now, they're, they're you know while they're waiting in a holding pattern, trying to see what's going to happen with Steven Strasburg, they can uh, they don't have to worry about who is going to fill that role right now. But the one big thing is that they their pitchers need to continue to get right. You know, I actually thought Eric Fetty tossed a pretty good game. I said this the other night. I thought he did pretty well. But um, yeah, the, the pitching just needs to kind of be more consistent because right now Joe Ross saved that one start, and then Max Scherzer are really the two pretty much consistent things on a night-in and night-out basis for the Nats so far uh, this season. 
Today, the hitting standpoint, I, I mean, I thought Taiwan Walker was pretty good, but it's not like he didn't give them some opportunities. He got a little wild there towards the end. But uh, the Nationals put, you know, they, they were over 7 with runners in scoring position, left seven guys on base. Yadiel Hernandez was 2-for-2 two two and had two walks. So he was excellent. But they really just struggled as a team, as a collective hitting. I mean, this middle part of the order was not good today. Uh, Bell and Schwarber have been a disaster so far, 119 and 192, respectively. I mean, they've had some moments, but it's been mostly bad. Castro is 0-for-4, pretty uncharacteristic. Uh, Jan Gomes 0-for-4, which feels, you know, uncharacteristic. Robles was able to go 1-for-3, but there's nobody in the middle of the order was able to do anything. I mean, uh, they're 3 through, it looks like, you know, 6 spots, 3 through, through uh, 8 spots today. None of those guys got a hit. Turner, Bell, Schwarber, Castro, Gomes, all hitless today. So three through eight, remember? Yeah, three through eight, um, you know, not doing, not getting the job done uh, today or whatever it is, not getting the job done today and not giving themselves enough opportunities in this game to win. That that was the problem. The offense was nowhere near where it needs to be. And in situations like this, you know, you bring in guys like Bell and Schwarber, you, you know, Stalin Castro there as well. And normally Stalin's very good, but... Those guys, like, this is where you got to pick people up, right? When Trey is not, you know, doing particularly well and, uh, you know, takes one off the arm. And, and uh, actually, I think Ty, I said earlier that I thought Miguel Castro hit him. I think Tywin Walker actually hit him, excuse me. So um, when those guys, you know, are struggling, one of them goes down, Soto's out, you, you got to pick up the slack. And they did not in a pretty meaningful way today. We'll say, actually, Kyle Schwarber played a very good left field today. Uh, played a ball off the wall really well, a nice sliding catch, and then threw somebody out of home as well, threw out Lindor on a tag at home with an amazing throw. So I thought he uh, performed pretty well in terms of fielding, but for them, those bats have to come alive. They, they got to find some way to bring in some off the, to, you know, those guys to bring the offense that they thought they would bring uh, moving forward. I have a couple more points I want to hit on here, um, but I will do it after the break. So one more break, and then we'll have a couple more kind of closing thoughts on today's show. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar out there right now. We've talked about it a lot. They've got six new awesome flavors, caramel, brownie, cookies and cream, cherry bar, chia, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Those go along with their 12 original flavors. All of them are covered in chocolate. There really is something for everybody at BuiltBar.com. You also have a chance to win a free cooler with your purchase right now at BuiltBar.com. And if you use the promo code LOCKED15 at Built Bar, you'll get 15% off. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So a couple closing thoughts. Uh, you know, the Nationals right now are 8-11. and 11, And luckily for them, the Braves lost twice today. The Phillies are getting pounded right now, 12-2 in the 8th, as I record this. Um, Braves are going to get shut out, looks like, in both their games. They lost. Uh, Zach Allen carried a no-hitter in, in air quotes into the sixth or seventh inning of their seven-inning doubleheader first game. They lost 5 uh, nothing in that one right now. They're losing 7 to nothing in the top of the seventh. Phillies are going to lose. Um, the Marlins, uh, they are going to lose as well today. It looks like they are down, what, 3-0, 4-0 right now. Uh, so a few innings left, but looks like they could lose. So the Nationals not losing a ton of ground. But, you know, while the division is not performing at its top, you know, peak efficiency – I mean, the best team in the division right now is, is the Mets, and they are just 9-8. and eight. The Nationals are 8-11, and 11, so two games back. This is where the Nationals need to work on, you know, trying to stay there and tread water because these other teams are going to hit their high gear. And while, you know, 
the Nationals are kind of in the same space. They're not hitting their high gear for a lot of reasons. Uh, they've got opportunities like today to, you know, get themselves. I mean, if, if they'd won today, they would have been tied to the division, right? They would have been um, nine and nine and ten, and the Nationals would have, or the Mets rather, would have been eight and nine. So, you know, they would have been tied for the lead in the division if they had won today. So clearly, they're still not that far behind. It's really, really early, but you know, they need to take advantage of those opportunities. On the flip side of that, I think if you're a Nationals fan, you're saying, man, eight and eleven. Like, the amount of things that have worked against the Nationals this year is astounding, whether it be, you know, their own doing or just stuff outside of their own control. Obviously, I mentioned the COVID thing, but their pitching performances have not been excellent. They've been very consistent from the starting perspective, right? I mean, they've had a couple games where they've been, you know, it's been not competitive because starting pitching has just been so bad. And the reason why the Nationals' run differential is minus 24 is because those those blowouts they've had sprinkled in there throughout the season. Um, the lineup has not come to fruition yet. Turner and Soto have not gotten to go in together simultaneously just yet. Bell and Schwarber have been really just off. And, and that back part of the lineup in terms of uh, Gomes and Castro and Harrison, you know, he was there, have not had the opportunities to drive in runs because that middle part of the order is not doing as good of a job as it could be right now. And then, you know, Dave Martinez has, has had some moments where I'd say, you know, not his best managerial stuff. You know, I think Wander Suero probably got too much usage there in the beginning of the season and a couple interesting choices with how long starters were left in some games. But I think for the the fact that this team is still where they are, um, and look, they've taken four of six from the Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to be a good baseball team this year. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they, they get one on the road, you know, uh, in this game against the Mets. Like, ever since that Dodger series, they've been playing 500 baseball. That's just the truth of it. Actually, a bit above 500 baseballs since that series uh, against the Dodgers. So because that, you know, you have to think like they're in a pretty decent position, right? And the, the reports, you know, I'm, I'll entertain this at some point this week about Max Scherzer getting traded. But the, the, if I'm the Nationals, I'm saying this thing has not gone very well and they're two games back. And a lot of it's because they've been scratching and clawing and fighting and, and they've just been such a tough team, I feel like, this season grinding out a couple wins that – you know, I I think you have to feel like, man, not a good feeling right now, but if they can get guys healthy and perform kind of near where we think they can perform, not even the peak efficiency, but somewhat near it, they can be, I mean, there can be a, a borderline playoff team. They, they really can be. So for them, it's just a matter of right now trying to see if they can stay around 500. They can get their guys back. Hopefully, Strasburg is able to come back and be himself. Hopefully, Juan Soto is able to come back. And like he said, you know, last year he came back off the COVID pause and was really freaking good. He says he wants to be like that again this time. And I think they definitely, you know, obviously would not bet against him. Hopefully Trey's injury, like I said, is a contagion, so he'll be back pretty soon. They can get Bell and Schwarber going. That would be a gigantic lift for them at this point. But I would say that all things considered, where they are right now with everything that's happened, not a bad spot to be in. It's not a bad spot to be in. Five and five in the last ten. They've been playing five hundred baseball as of late. As they kind of gotten everybody back, you know. Now they've had this full roster together. Uh, you know, when they've added the, all the guys back, they've been playing five hundred baseball. They, they so, and which is what the rest of the division is doing right now. So the Nationals are in this thing. You kind of wish they had the ability to take advantage of the other teams' the division not being great right now. But it, just the circumstances are the Nats aren't healthy, but they're still right there. They're still right there, and good opportunity this week. Two games against Toronto, a team that is a little banged up heading you know into this year. Um, they're playing 500 baseball, 
as well last right right now over the last ten. So uh, a good opportunity. They'll go and play in Florida uh, on the road against Tampa, which is still very weird to say, right? But they've got good opportunities to get the guys healthy um, and a, a nice six game homestand coming. Uh, after that Toronto series and some days off. So these days off, let's see if they can use them to get rested, get ready, to get the bullpen back to 100% strength. I think those guys will be, you know, ripping and roaring, ready to go. And hopefully starting pitching will be good to go as well. So tough weekend, losing two or three in the DeGrom game. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can say there. Uh, you know, and then you come back and win the next day against a guy in Stroman who's been pitching really well. You touch him up in that game. And then today was a disappointing one, obviously. From Corbin's perspective, and from the offense's perspective of how they really just were not able to back him at all in this game. So uh, that's kind of, you know, the takeaways there. Obviously, you don't want to take too much away. But once again, I think positivity is kind of the message here as, as we round out because all things considered, when they've been playing recently, they're in okay shape. They they need to make sure that, you know, things don't get out of hand and then, you know, the Mets start playing well, Braves start playing well, Phillies start playing well and create some distance. They need to make sure they kind of stick within – uh, striking distance of those teams right now, but they're doing the best they can with the, with the hand they've been dealt. They did not intend on having Eric Fetty be a guy every single day. They did not intend on having no Steven Strasburg. They did not intend on having Patrick Corbin, you know, perform this poorly. Um, all of these things, you know, I've just coalesced. Now, not definitely not playing on Bell and Schwarber being this bad or Soto being injured and uh, all of these things considered. Once again, still in the mix. Still in the mix. They've had a really difficult schedule so far. I mean, I can't think of a team that has played more good teams than they have. They played the Braves, who, you know, obviously went to the World Series last year and then won the division three straight years. In Los Angeles against the Dodgers, World Series champions, one of the best teams of baseball this year. In St. Louis, playoff team from last year, probably won the division this year. Arizona, they split, but, uh, you know, it's whatever. And then two or three from St. Louis again. Uh, and they put the New York Mets, who are in first place in the division. Now, obviously, great roster and, and you know, uh, have ideas of uh, winning the division this year as well. So the competition is really tough. Uh, it's all about these games, you know, against uh, – they, they need to take three from, from Arizona, right? You play Toronto, split on the road. You need to make sure you get a split there. Um, Miami, t- take two or three at home. So you can get that from the Braves against the Braves as well. See, just, you know, see if you can build something here. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, that's that's kind of the messages. You take it in kind of blocks. I know it's go one know every single day, but they've got opportunities despite the fact what's going on with this team. They've got chances to win series, and that's the goal right now. Is see if they can you know get back to their, uh, their ways of winning the series because this is the first series they've dropped since that Dodgers series. They won the St. Louis series, split the Arizona series, won the St. Louis series. So two zero and one in series since then, and now they're two one and one. So still above five hundred in terms of series wins. They need to keep that rolling right now. All right. Follow me on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. Uh, follow me personally at Josh Neighbors. Make sure you uh, you guys download the Locker Room app because tomorrow I'm going to be doing some baseball trivia live on Locker Room. Seems like a fun thing to do on the off day. So it'll be kind of all baseball trivia. Going to do it uh, at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Actually, 10 a.m. Excuse me. 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Going to be doing some baseball trivia. Hope you all will join. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe download, give us a rating as well. Until next time, my friends, please stay safe.